This is Matthew on Fire with Crispy. Follow me at NJ on Instagram and Twitter. Although Hannah Montana was fire. I just said that out loud. You did. It's fine. I'm from, I'm, I was, you know. Why are you trying to reason with her? She's in order today. I mean, on a good day. I um we we they're, they're characters. These these canine A and canine B are characters. They're they're liter they're an- they're anthropomorphic beings in our world. I mean, they might as well be. We constantly ask uh what they would sound like if they could talk. Shay would definitely be the the squeaky scrappy one and Bambi would sound like she would sound like Ronda Rousey. What? Because <laughs> she kicked the no. She, I, what would she sound like? Bambi would sound like a right. Hmm. Oh my like, god! May, maybe Bambi would sound like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. Wow, I love it. Willie Lopez, you know he's Puerto Rican. That's exactly what she sounds like. Probably. That's what. That's what I would hope and I would imagine. So you're saying she sounds like a. Uh, like an old black woman. <laughs> oh, she but she's got she's young though. She sound but and she was adopted she's by got, she's got the young heart of gold. Oh my god. She could do no wrong. My baby. Right. Yeah, you want to talk on the podcast, Bambi? She's oh, oh, she's licking her lips. She's man. just licking me. It's fine. She can lick me, but um you're oh god yawn with your breath <laughs> oh my god oh here she comes to me now so oh my god it was interesting we just got out of the uh running to get pizza and the 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 jeep mobile ran to get some pizza had to the jeep mobile don't call it the jeep mobile what should I call it? Do you have you ever named it? Yeah, I have. I named Oh my god. I don't have a name for my car, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come back and uh be able to match you. Do you remember the name of the first vehicle I owned? Do you remember the first vehicle? It was a I Volvo, owned? it was a nineteen ninety Volvo two forty. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's two forty DL. No, it was that car. It was my mom's car. It was your mom's car, that's right. It was dope. I grew up in that car. I grew up in a in a sick blue Volvo 240. I was in a Volvo 240 before they became cool again. Because now, I mean, you see 240s again all of a sudden. They're being resurrected. So, the Volvo 240. What a sick car. It was a design from the 70s, basically. That lived on into the 90s. So, my mom was... I grew up in a 70s-looking car. It was sick. So boxy and European. So 70s Europe. Very Scandinavian. (laughs) Very, very, uh, that thing was a tank. It was fire. Had a pass-through, too. This was, like, before fold-down seats, but I remember it was Scandinavian, so naturally I had, like, a pass-through to the trunk for, like, skis because that's what Scandinavians do. So, do we have photos of the Volvo 240 anywhere? I'm sure you have to have a photo of it somewhere. You know, I, it's got to be in the photos of me. We never took photos, ever. So, okay. I, I was given it 
after my high school like, graduation. Like uh, my aunt's Explorer to me. It was my high school graduation gift. We got our first car the same way. By your mom, my aunt. High school graduation. So it's got to be in photos of like that following summer. Unless they all existed on a hard drive that got corrupted once. I don't know. I'm sure I lost. I've lost a lot of stuff, a lot of memories from just being stupid around my hard drives growing up. Gateway computer, man. You had a lot of photos on there. When I had an AIM account at eight years old for no reason. <laughs> who, who are you chatting with? My mom? No. Well, like, I don't know, our cousins. Like, literally you and uh, your sister and our other cousin. That literally you guys and and some of my friends growing up we were like all on our parents computers when we weren't supposed to be i remember like that was like some of the first computers i've seen the first computer i <clears throat> i had experience with was at your mom's uh place your, was that her mom's mac your mom's mac the uh, mac performa fire the beige mac, mac performa mac it was the no, it wasn't a Mac too. It was it, Apple too. It wasn't way. It was newer than that. It was very nineties. It was uh, it was a Performa. It was uh, one of those iMac predecessors. I, I oh. It was we had the Super Munchers on it. Oh my god! And the other basic games, so good. I've definitely spent. I remember like drawing maps with neighborhood map machine, and like. Oh, uh, did I ever? I definitely had putt putt at some point. That was oh, Carmen San Diego, um, Oregon Trail, dude. Everything was multi platform too. Kid picks, kid picks. So I make drawings of 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 BS. I always remembered. Oh. Woof, woof. I always remembered the um. When websites started getting fast enough to load games, uh, candystand.com. Mini clip, bro. E-bombs world. Oh, yeah, sure. Just in general. Uh, Flash games, dude. Yeah. Macromedia, Shockwave. Newgrounds world. Shockwave. What a horrible plug-in. That, that shit was so unstable. And I remember trying to be like nine years old. How am I crashing the computer? This makes no sense to me. Somebody help me. And then my mom would see me crashing the computer, and then I wasn't allowed to use it again for like two weeks at Same a time, here. basically. Yeah. We were good, though. We're definitely good. That's how we learn computers. I mean, my my parents don't understand in retrospect. I literally destroyed like a one-year-old HP just taking it apart and see how it works. And I was already like 13. I just I, I went way overboard. I was a perfectly good computer. It didn't have to die that way. I'm a jerk. <laughs> But that's basically how I taught myself how to build a PC. That and YouTube videos. And hey, I got that tower still stable five years later. I remember we got a, our first computer in like 96, 97. Um, a guy. We had a computer before you. Yeah, definitely. Damn, that's cool. <laughs> um, a guy, I think from my mom's job or something like that, came to uh, install the computer, put it together for us. I remember, like, you know, one day, like, something was going on. It was frozen or whatever. I didn't know what to do. And I, just, like, in front of my mom, I just 
unplugged it. <laughs> it just so mad at me. She oh, just yanked it out of the wall while it was doing something. It was literally like booting when it was like disc to fragging, and you just yanked the the friggin' cord. Oh, good times, good times. I've definitely gotten like Jello cups and my mom's keyboard growing up. That was that that was just dumb stuff. Like watching my my mom had we always had extra bedrooms growing up in the first house I grew up in. So my mom had like a home office with a TV in it, and I just remember like being on AIM. My question mark key didn't work. Like talking to Stephanie, and I'm watching like the Nick Kids Choice Awards on a 22 inch cabinet TV. And those are some of the greatest memories growing up. I'll, I'll never forget getting my first TV from my room. It was Dude. a 13-inch Zenith. Or Zenith. My first TV was a Zenith, too. It was that, remember that? That that fake plastic wood Zenith I had? Oh, yeah. 120. That was my first TV. That was my mom's, obviously. But it was, it was technically my first TV in my room because she let me put it in my room before a big party. Actually, I remember when I got it. I got it on our, your sister's 21st birthday party. Mm -hmm. That surprise party we had for her at my house up in the in the suburbs. And she, uh, we had the TV in my room because my mom was like, all right, we need a kid's room. So she agreed to put the TV and run a cable wire through the wall. And she never took the TV out of my room after that. And the rest is history. I got cool TVs now. I have my, I have my parents' 10-year-old LED TV. That's still a champ. I think that's how I inherited my first VCR. Um, I wasn't allowed to bring the VCR in the room, uh, you know, whenever I had a new VHS tape. I've, yeah. def I've never paid for a TV still in my life. I'm spoiled rotten. Oh, my parents are very I'm, good to me. I'm about to pay for my first TV. Oh, my God. <laughs> not not a bad run. You made it a long time without uh, needing to buy TV. Run. I definitely, I mean, I inherited my first TV. The next one was also inherited, like, uh, the first two were inherited from my parents. The third one was a gift from my parents. And then the fourth one, my current TV, it was my parents' living room TV. Then my parents got a new one when we moved around. I'm like, here, you can take the old one. Oh, thank you. Just sucks it's not 4K. But it's it, it sucks when... 4K doesn't matter. T ah, thank you. I know. Okay, so the thing with TVs that's crazy is they're like the only thing left where it's acceptable to have like a 10-year-old one. As long as it has HDMI ports and it's 1080p, it really doesn't matter. To a degree. I mean, there's some panels are better than others. But for the most part, dude, like a 10-year-old Samsung LED TV. Dude, that thing had four HDMI ports in, in 2009. It was sick. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this TV here in front of you isn't even putting out 1080p. This is probably It's 720p, yeah. and it does fake 1080i, probably. Quote, quote, unquote. I don't care. But it's, what is this TV, like 17 years old now? This TV's got to be and how many, 17 years old. It's been left on all night how many times? Uh, at least the past Hundreds. Four, at least the past four days. <laughs> and the lamp <laughs> refuses to die. It's a bad... Vizio, guys. We'll, we'll play... Uh, my Vizio TV. Actually, I mean, I guess it makes sense that that TV, Vizio TV my parents gave me, they took back for their bedroom at the new house. So even it's 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 everything's just been like the cycle of trading televisions with my parents. Do you remember the TV that was in uh, my parents' home um, when uh, 
2004, the JVC flat screen or the Sony was, flat screen, the Trinitron. Sony Vega? No, the Trinitron. The Sony Trinitron. It was a flat CRT, and I remember the bottom, like the design, the bottom TV, like just curved forward a little bit. Did you know that it was sick TV? It was at least five of us to move that TV. I remember that TV. I look. It was a 200 pound TV, crispy. No, it was. Got, I looked it, it up. Was, it was 200 pounds. It felt like it was 400. Pounds. Well, it's because it's awkward. How do you pick up a CRT TV? Well, yeah, you're right. But yeah, it's definitely it, it, 220. It me, I remember your looking. Dad, my dad. Terrible. And that TV was on the fourth floor of an apartment building. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Make it happen. Definitely. TVs and hours. Oh my God. Remember just the whole concept of a CRT. Thank God that's dead to history or uh, resigned to history. CRT TVs. It's said that they're all in just e-waste landfills in ah, it's so bad they're, very they're all in e-waste no just all the dude, dude, dude where do you see crt screens anymore exactly well people that haven't upgraded but <sighs> crispy how many nobody has crt screens anymore like how <sighs> banks i mean what why i mean like terminals yeah i mean banks still have like MS DOS, like encrypted file systems that look I like think 1987. Work, we might still be using Windows XP at work. We have Windows XP at my job in some places. Like, why haven't run really old PA software? Yeah. Works like a champ. It's very reliable. I'm pretty sure this day. the stuff that we have to do really doesn't require a lot of power. But at the end of the day, wouldn't you just want that power? I mean, there's some software that's still in use in 2019 that only runs in Windows XP. How mental is that when you think about it? We don't really, I mean, it's crazy. I definitely am aware of software at my place of employment where it only runs on XP. We use I've Unix. seen it recently. I've seen it within the last week. I'm using a Unix-based software. Unix is fine. I mean, well, Mac OS is Unix-based. Yeah. I mean, we're using a Unix-based OS right now. There's two computer. There, there's three computers here that run macOS. Oh yes, we're yeah the jewels, the red carpets, and and just Apple computers everywhere. We're we're just so many so Apple computers. So many Apple computers. I got in minis. Just, oh, iPhones and just drowning in iPods. Dr drowning in luxurious two-year-old iPhones. Actually, <laughs> I should show you. In that bag over there, there is an iPod Shuffle. I'm going to keep my iPhone for like two more years. The iPod care. Shuffle that didn't have a screen. Does it still work? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely still works because that was just flash gig. memory. Uh, charges with a syncs music over a headphone jack because fuck logic. I'm yeah. sorry. I know we're trying. <laughs> just right. Just who data over a headphone jack because, yeah. This was like 2010, guys. Do you like saying 2010 or 2019 or 2019? So I grew up, you know, in the 90s and the 80s. Um, and I knew eventually these dates were going to come. It was, you know, it was just we knew. Um, but when I was learning how to count growing up, one, two, three, four, five, blah, 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 all the way up to 100, 1,000. When I was finally, when I was learning my numbers in high, in high school, <laughs> learning numbers, in learning school, how to count in eleventh grade school, um, <laughs> you know, I remember oh, not knowing what was past twenty. 
And I remember I'd say 27, 28, 29, 2010. And then I'd continue 2011, 2012. Did you, Crispy. All the way up to you, the, like you do 2020. That? Yeah, I didn't know what was past it until I learned what was past it. So oh, yeah, I have a soft part of my really young. Uh, soft part of my heart that, you know, really likes saying 2010, 2020. Um, but I think for the basis of, you know, we didn't say 1900 and. 94 or 1999 we said well well back in like the beginning of the 20th century everything was definitely written out like this year of our lord 1927 like you would see that on like banknotes and stuff people tried to be very specific oh well it was a very much formal time we all wore suits to baseball games saying we're we were there and another we were we were we were the paper boys outside of Yankee Stadium. Read all about it. The baby, it's extra extra. Read all about it. The baby, it's a four run. <laughs> Some shit like a four run home run. Pretty sure it's a grand slam. That would be a, a grand slam. Yes. Yes. How long have I been watching baseball? I don't even know. But it's just an anxiety and in a nonsensical OCD symptom to. Just, I want to be consistent with like 1992, 1997, 1986. Uh, I like saying 20 when we've been saying 19. You know what I mean? Because 1920, the outlier is uh, 2000 through 2009. Just because you wouldn't say like 2009, 2008. That just sounds weird. It sounds it's an weird, exception, not I, the rule. I feel like somebody, some people did say it that way though. Well, here's the thing. Think about it. When we get to 2100, I, I think the future people, I mean, <laughs> the future people are, are, are going to say like 20. That's a good one. You think that they, they would probably say like 2103. I wonder. That's weird. When when the future's in the halo here at like 2552, we'll all be, um, we'll all be like in Futurama, like just our heads preserved in jars. If, if we ever got uh, important enough, <laughs> they'd keep us alive forever. Our heads floating around in the Futurama jars. So tell me about Futurama, because I enjoyed the show. Oh. Was it supposed to be so, a, a direct parody of The Simpsons? No, I don't mean this. Are, are, first of all, it's not a parody of The Simpsons. It's Matt Grain. It, it's it's Matt Groening. It's it, his other show. After it's not The Simpsons. It's not a spinoff. It's not a spin. It, it shouldn't. It's a totally different show. I know it's a different. But show. it can't be considered a spinoff. It's just another one of Matt Groening's works. You don't think it's him it's expressing same, a sci-fi? You don't think it's in the same universe as The Simpsons? That's actually a really. Good, oh my God, I love this. Um, that's a damn good question i think it could be um because the if you notice well obviously like one of the trademarks of the simpson simpsons is like part of the animation style is everyone that's quote unquote white is colored yellow whereas futurama uses just like regular skin tones but if you notice that beyond that difference the animation style is similar-esque Family Guy and American Dad are—they're set more so probably. Those are set in a similar. I think those might be in the same universe. Well, I'm wondering because when I grew up, um, 
I was maybe a little too young for it, but it was still something I watched, like Beavis and Butthead, for example. Beavis and Butthead. I've seen, you know, I'm familiar with the characters. Yeah. I couldn't tell you specific scenarios. There was another show called Mother. Daria, and I have no idea. Daria was a character that existed in the Beavis and Butthead uh, universe. So that was a spinoff. So that was a spinoff, but Beavis and Butthead never existed in her show. But it was just. It was just about her. And be it well, so that's like a true spinoff though. That's a straight up was was we're both created by Judge. Yes. Then yeah, that's that is the definition of a spinoff right there. That's a great example. Probably that's like the one of the greatest examples in terms of animated comedies. Maybe. I'm thinking I'm going to uh, probably drive up to Massachusetts next week. Massachusetts. What's up? Weren't you supposed to do that? I was gonna do that couple weekends ago but work got in the way there you go um gonna head up next weekend though see my uh my buddy craig and his little twin girl <laughs> nice today's their birthday they just turned eight i believe very nice um see some friends and fam their family and he has a little boy i think who's four or five that i've never met yet so i gotta go see him i told him that uh i've got a video production company and the girls are interested in starting a youtube channel Oh, that's gonna be fun. Making, making money moves. Yeah. Doing, doing some, you know. So how how are you uh, getting up to uh, Massachusetts? Probably use probably driving the Versa. The Versa, not the uh, no, the not, Wrangler. Not the uh, not the, the good old, old the amazing. The Wrangler right now is not old faithful. The Wrangler was old faithful a couple of years ago. It's been a while. I think it's it's time to go see the doctor. What's um, what's the strategy here? What's what's going on with this guy? It, it it's very reliable in getting around. Oh, what would you say? I'm you you say you draw a twenty five mile circle around the municipality we're in, and you feel confident taking it there. Absolutely, I feel confident in driving at least forty five minutes to an hour in it to my house for sure. That's yeah. a no brainer. Yeah, driving up to you is no issue. Um, I don't feel comfortable driving above like 50 miles per hour. <laughs> not that we, not that you can not tell. Not that I know when I'm driving. <laughs> miles per hour. It's not, uh, speedometer is not correct at all. Speedometer. Speedometer is not correct there at you all. Go. What's it like? It, it's like 10 slower than it really is. And it's like, you're only going 48, but why does it feel like I'm going too fast? Cause you're in a Wrangler. Of course. What do we think? Uh, you're so probably just gonna take it to the <clears throat> dealer, or so or? it's a 2003 TJ. red Jeep TJ, Jeep Wrangler TJ, and I got it. I was the third owner technically in 2008. It's a model 2003, so I was technically the third owner, and it got it at about 55,000 miles, and right now it's just a little over 93. So you've only been driving that car for. Excuse me. Just a little over 10 years. For something, 40 something hundred miles a year for 10 years. Yeah. Just about. Damn, that's nice. I've, wow. I've, I've put as many miles on my car since I got it in April 2016 as you've put on your Jeep. Almost. I, I, I think I only need like another six or 7,000 miles. <laughs> well, I mean. I drive 50 miles a day. If my car was in, work week. In, in pristine, perfect condition, I would absolutely love to. Take it far, far and everywhere, 
and might have the our little mascots with us all the time in the back. <laughs> so you're prepared to go to go to the local Jeep dealer. I'd like to. Um, I was kind of looking for a mechanic for the past couple. It's of very years. hard to find an honest mechanic. I mean, I it's very hard and scary. Years. Um, and and listen, I don't want to. I don't care about the cost or how much has to be done. Uh, I just don't want to be taken advantage of. And that's the that's the thing. That's the thing. And I don't know who to trust. I don't know. Some people know some things about cars and not others. And I would just think I just want to get it done right. And I think just that's I'll, a good move. I'll pay the extra whatever it costs to make. Well, sure. how you really haven't? I mean, since you owned it, you haven't really put that much money into. Um. Yeah. It's been, like, it's been in an accident. And yeah, but no. Besides that, though, I got a whole brand new rear after that accident. But besides the accident, I mean, has it really given you any serious issues? Oh no. There, that's what I'm talking about. Other than having to get new tires every couple of years. But. Well, that's every car on the road, Crispy. Yeah. There you go. I need new tires probably, I don't know, maybe at the end of the summer. Before the next winter, for sure. Yeah, I think I told myself the past three summers that I was going to get new tires before the winter. <sighs> here we are going on the fourth summer. Yeah, but like when it snows a lot, you just don't drive even though you have yeah, a Jeep. Yeah, I kind of just don't drive. <laughs> Me, I was back in November when, yeah, five and a half hours to get home. That's when I, I, I just started talking to Facebook Live, like, almost hysterically in my car. Was by that your first, first podcast? That, you know, technically, you could say that my first ever, my first ever live stream was me just for a half hour recording myself for Facebook Live, going crazy, stranded on uh, the New Jersey Turnpike back in November when it took me five and a half hours to get home during that crazy snowstorm. I, think that's how I was literally able to get out of my car on Route 80 in North Jersey. What? I, I was getting people, people were following suit of each other. People were getting off to like clean off their windshield. Wipe. People were getting out on the highway to like clean off their windshield wipers and stuff. And just to like stretch their legs, and it was it was the it was surreal. And I had to preserve that because I, you know, ideally, I never get stranded. Uh, I never get stranded on a highway only thirteen miles from my house in winter weather ever again. That, That'd be ideal. Do you have that clip on your phone? Oh yeah, I mean, I, it's on my Facebook, but don't go there. If I'll share it when I. When I want people to go on my Facebook, it'll be when I'm damn good and ready. Facebook sucks. Yeah, you heard him, guys. I have one. I just, I keep my Facebook up to make sure it's still active. It's like, it's crazy. I mean, it, it, it it's, it's almost kind of like if you don't have a Facebook page, are you real? doesn't matter what you feel about Facebook. I know I hate Facebook, but I know, like, I don't want people who I haven't seen in years to, like, well, that's so narcissistic. I don't want, like, people to, oh, where is he? Where is he? How's he doing? So that's why I keep a Facebook page up and I update it. Like, I just comment on my cousin's shit. <laughs> you know about that, Crispy. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Whoops. But yeah, man, the Jeep, the Jeep is an amazing automobile. It's one of my favorite cars in the family. Still never let me drove it, though. 
ever. I you still have not cleaned it as many times as I asked you to. But so. that's funny because I, you know, the fact that you had me doing giving you car washes for free at all when I was like 16, 17 years old was pretty cool on your end. For me, I'm like, am I gonna get to try this someday? That's okay. You'll never drive my Subaru. We're even. I'm fine. <laughs> my car isn't as cool as the Wrangler, so Crispy's cool, and uh, it doesn't. It's fine. His his car is objectively cooler than mine. I mean, a teep a bed a, a teep GT, a Jeep TJ is objectively cooler than a 2013 Subaru Impreza hatchback. With a spoiler that says, "I wish I had a WRX on it." From the factory. Does it really? So, dude, that that lip over my rear window—that's that is factory. That isn't like some ricer shit I put on there after the fact. That is the factory hatchback spoiler, and I love it because honestly, if you take that spoiler off my car, it's it's a grandma car. Also, if you just ever get it in like light blue or olive green, oh my god, you only see like seventy-year-old women driving those. Like like. For Granny, that is a very good car. It's roomy. It's safe. It's not fast. <laughs> it's not fast at all. But it's my um. It's the first newish car I ever bought with my own money, and I'm proud of it. And I plaster stickers all over it. Yeah, there you go. It's all that matters. I have New Jersey Devils license plates. I give New Jersey twenty five dollars extra a year just so I can cross state lines and be like yeah i'm a devil's man hey yeah but then you don't want to get your car broken into like that one car right next to us literally the car right next to us in the parking lot oh where was this again royal rumble oh okay now i remember yeah (laughs) parked right next to a car that got broke we came out of royal rumble it's like wow we have my mom's car too we had the legacy that was a that was a treat to go down there in that car. Yeah, good thing we didn't go in a car that had plastered New Jersey Devils paraphernalia. Well, my mom, did I have a devil? That's right, and it's funny because since that, I've my with my mom's blessing, there is now a there. Listen, when I drive around in my mom's car, because there are times I like take it for her to get service and stuff. It's like you know I'm driving around with a devil sticker and my mom's Seton Hall mom sticker on it. Seton Hall mom. Hell yeah, I love driving. I don't mind it. Seton Hall, my mom. My mom is nowhere to be found. And Seton Hall, mom. I am the son of a Seton Hall mom. <laughs> so dumb. I don't know what I'm doing there. I'm just I'm 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 in a fortunate position to go back to school. With uh, does some anybody help. know what they're doing anywhere? I have no idea. I told I've int- I thought I was very upfront that I have no idea what I'm doing every single day. I wake up. Just you, you go out and you do it live. Go to work, make some your bosses happy, your colleagues, then go home. You know that's yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm good though. We're fine. I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, love the. uh, You're you're taking your Jeep to get fixed voluntarily. Mine's getting my engine's getting torn out next week for no. Not no reason. There's a recall on my car. If you're interested in cars, just Google Subaru Impreza valve spring recall. Yeah, I have one of those. What so, years are affected? Uh, it's weird. It's like the wagon. So mine is a hatch wagon. 
2013 or 2012 to 2014 for the sedan, I believe. I may be wrong. Also, like the Subaru BRZ and the Scion FRS is affected. And of course, I've psyched myself out reading horror stories of people like taking their, taking their Scions to Toyota dealers that have Subaru Boxer engines and they can't put them back together correctly. And they're blowing up like 2,000 miles after Valspring recalls. But anyway, so uh, basically my car, which has 74,000 miles on it, it, it runs fine. That's why it's insane to me. But apparently the, the valve springs inside of the engine may fracture. There's like a 0.1% chance of it happening though. But um, yeah, no, my car has been recalled for it. And now my 74,000 mile car that I've never had a problem with uh, that wasn't due directly to my own stupidity in terms of like getting stranded. When my battery died, I thought it was a starter and I just got it towed. Anyway, um, so I can't, yeah, they're just going to rip apart my engine. They're going to take the engine out of my car and open up my engine to replace the valve springs. And then a week after that, I'm going to be able to test it adequately. I'll, I'll be going down the parkway to like exit 80 something. So I got to make sure I re-up my uh, AAA Plus for the first time in years. Because at least, if, you know, if my engine blows up on the parkway. What's nice, though, is that if my engine blows up within, like, a few months of this happening, I know whose fault it was. So, hey, yeah, that, it's like a de facto warranty. How you doing? I love having a car so much, but owning a car is a bitch. It's a labor of love, though. You agree, like car ownership is a total inconvenience, but we do it out of love because we just love. <coughs> Even when you're from the city around here, having a car just enables you to do so much more. There's and so much involved with uh, public transportation <coughs> that uh, it just doesn't, it's not worth it. The public transportation, it depends on what you're doing. If you're just commuting to work, that's one thing. But if you need to like go to the store on Saturday, judge New Jersey's weird is because I think we have a very, very much a hybrid mass transit and car culture. I would say we do both. We take trains like New Yorkers, but we drive like Californians. And we drive everywhere. Welcome to life in New Jersey. We have trains, but they all only go to the city. So you still need a car, even if you take the train to work. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, having a car is pretty important. I think it's overall going to be something that I rely on a lot more. Which is so weird because you're from here your whole life. You've always been within reach to not rely on a car. I don't know. I couldn't live without a car ever again in my life. It's great. That's all the whole country's built, honestly. It's all we're all built. We're all just victims of our automobiles. So we'll see how... Uh, the Jeep and the Subaru recovered at some point down the road, I'm sure. Because I'm sure, I'm sure we'll update. Well, I think in, in, I in a few months, I'm sure in a few months, depending on what we're doing on this show, uh, we'll probably have to start some type of uh, log for cars, the vehicles getting fixed because uh, I want a Tesla. Pretty sure when my debt is about half the amount it is right now, I'm, that's when I'm going to start the process. And, um, We'll see what happens. I definitely just burned a hole in this microphone thing. Oh, in the windscreen? Swag. Do that. These are 
these are okay. Oh, so, battle scars so on this these is, gear. This, Let's go. This is a very uh, side topic. So I didn't pay this much. I paid a lot. I paid $13 for these windscreens each. God. You know what the retail is for these windscreens? <laughs> no. $29. For a piece of foam that I got my spit on, Crispy. They're protecting the grills of my mic so that they're safe and whatever. The microphone's more important is a lot more expensive than the uh the windscreen. Yeah. So that's uh uh not even close, I mean, obviously. But yeah. Well the iPads just went USB C fire. Um I believe you know, even Apple's adopting USB C now. And the next, uh, and there will be an iPhone soon that's USB C, and then Lightning will be gone. Sure. And I honestly can't wait until everything involving tech whatsoever is just USB C everywhere. It's going to be a glorious thing. I mean, I'm not like a tech guru. Neither but am I. I but, just uh, read. I'm pretty sure the, the new iPhones come out, what, every Shitty fall? Sites. If it's not this fall, it's next fall that the new ones will have USB C. I mean, probably not this. That's why I'm waiting, and that's why I love it. I timed it perfectly. My, I got my iPhone 8 Plus, and it'll be three years old when uh, the USB-C iPhones probably come out. Hell yeah. Are there any other phones now, like like Windows or anything? That Windows has... phone has been dead since, like, 2013, Crispy. Any uh, any Android phones using USB-C? Oh, yeah. They all... all the new ones are using USB-C, bro. Hey, has there been an wow, That's right. You're still stuck on micro, and you're on your old your retro razor is there an upgrade Droid. to this phone oh look at you wanting a new motorola phone well no because of the reason i got this Fire. phone was because of the acrylic screen go just google the current just google motorola android 2019 <laughs> i'm gonna do the just, opposite no literally what google what i just told you motorola android 2019 oh what's the newest one is it fire cool i'm gonna buy it you know one thing I always it's loved? not the way I buy phones. Can I tell you, being honest with you, though, my favorite Android phone. I had a few Android phones in between iPhones. My favorite Android phone ever was a Motorola Droid. The Droid Turbo was incredible. It looked cool. It had that, like, neat um, Kevlar, faux, like, Kev, faux Kevlar nylon crap on the back. Uh, but it looked cool. And the camera was decent for the time. It uh, was fast. The battery life was great and it had a big screen and it ran. Motorola was always good at not absolutely destroying Android with their crappy proprietary skin. Samsung, you're the worst. Stop doing it. But you, Motorola phones were always awesome and that was my favorite Android phone ever. So I love that you keep that phone running, I guess is the point I was going for there. Yeah. And it still serves you well. Definitely. It seems to. Does it still serve you well? Is it like quick? Do you wait for apps and shit? Does it bother you? No. I don't I don't know what to compare it to. What's That's a, fantastic. What's a fast phone? What year is that phone from? 2013. 14? 13? 14. Okay. Um, probably, uh, I don't know. Fast? I don't know. None of this crap is fast. I I get visual. I have an iPhone 8 Plus, and I'm greeted by visual bugs all the time that force me to restart my phone, and it's Apple being lazy. It's really sad and annoying, but it works when I reboot it once a week. <laughs> it's fine. 
Oh, it's really good at looking at memes. Memes and, I don't know, Twitter. What is your preferred way to be entertained while driving? I'll throw on Google Play. Um, you know, either listen to podcast or something. It's nothing that's any reason. Anything that I'm listening to is from 20 to 30 years ago, so. Listen to Alexis on fire sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I listen to yes, and I listen to like my Google Play music subscription. I take advantage of that curating albums that I downloaded on LimeWire once upon a time that I really liked when I was a kid. But um, now I I love it. Now we live in a time where you just buy, you basically buy an album a month and you have all your music forever. And I mean, I guess you don't need to worry about Google being able to keep the rights to major record labels music because Google has like more money than God now. So they're fine. Same thing with Apple Music and all these players now. It's about Spotify. We'll see before they all merge into some like music uh, distribution <laughs> monopoly. Oh, God, like the evil monolith of music distribution that we're only 30 years off from when they all merge and take us over. We'll be fine. I love all the platforms that um, are available. I guess it makes They're sense. They're all useful. Yeah, I guess it makes sense now. Spotify. Well, it's nice that there's options in the marketplace, huh? We'll see what happens. I'll probably break down on the parkway on the Driscoll Bridge after my <laughs> engine blows up. <laughs> because you, and my engine blows up after I go through a toll. You were three days out of the warranty. Oh, my God. And I, I'm, no, I'm not out of yeah, any warranty. I'm just really not listening. I'm going to be such a nervous wreck driving my car for the first six months after i get this recall work done i'm gonna hate it on every single bridge every extended uphill i'm like oh my god what if my engine just like blows up right now and i stall and i start rolling backwards because my transmission blew up too when the engine blew up well my transmission warranty is 100k so that's cool really Not well bad. they extended it from the factory uh they sent me a letter like after I had the car for like a year and a half. They're like, the transmission is covered until 100,000, regardless of your warranty, other warranty coverage. So I'm like, oh, shit, they know something. They know they're prepared for a lot of transmissions to blow up at like 110, 120,000 miles. And they want to avoid a class action lawsuit. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. I'm like, this car, I love my car so much, but I know I'm 50,000 miles away from it giving me so many problems that I'm just going to be like, God, oh, God. I want to, I love Subarus. And to me, part of the Subaru culture is just expecting to deal with problems. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be ready. I'm like, oh, my car's going to give me problems when the odometer is six figures. Like, just be ready for it and just have an emergency fund. And then you spend your entire emergency savings. And it's like, I don't need, I need another car and I have no more money. And uh, that's why we're always broke and we save so much money. <laughs> always. Always. It's the only way to get by around here. Paycheck to paycheck. I mean, it, that's the only reason we... I have some savings, but not really. Not I, don't, I don't remember what savings is. What, what Dude, is. I okay. So I have... 
I don't know. Let me put it for you this way. If the zombie apocalypse started, um, I I could make it well a month in the wasteland. No. Before money doesn't mean anything <laughs> after the zombie apocalypse. So that doesn't. Be, you're that right. Is weird. Just anyway. we need. I know that logic made no sense. What I was going to say is that my I jumped the shark there. We're a little apart in age where where. Um, I guess we grew up different times, different savings <laughs> techniques, I guess. Different decades, dude. When I was your age, oh, man, that's a weird... The late 2000s. What a weird saying. Late Bush, early Obama years. When Just wild. I was... Everything was weird. Your age, uh, what year was it? It was like 2010 <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, so I had a savings account, I feel. Uh, I had a, just left culinary school and I had just, uh, you know, started working in the force, if you will. And, you know, I was paying off some debt from school, but for the most part, I feel, feel like I had a, uh, I had decent savings and then, you know, here it is nine years later. And what is even that? What is even my paycheck to paycheck? Because I don't even know where that goes because I, you know, I have these these large debts for my company and it's like, whoa, I, I, I pay that. I pay my phone bill. I pay my, <laughs> you know, my garage, my rent, my storage. And then, you know, I for student home. when fun. I see the leftovers, if there's leftovers, it's like, all right, so this will get me a, like a bagel. Until next paycheck. Swag. Taylor ham, egg, and cheese, four dollars. Oh. And it's a complete meal. Make it happen. Growing up in North Jersey. Taylor ham. The single greatest processed meat that has ever existed, and I'm, I'll fight you about it. <laughs> what is the what do you call it? What is not the appeal meat. of Dude, it's just uh, satisfying and shit. It's gamey without being gross. It tastes like Taylor Ham is gamey. Not gamey. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, not gamey. Synthetic. That's weird. Cut. What am I saying? Like, um, very. It's a hot dog, but better for my breakfast. That's how I describe it. So you would rather not have bacon? No, I like bacon. I'm just saying something about Taylor ham is weird. It's salty. It's good. It's delicious. It's savory. It's I don't know, man. It's something about it. I don't know what you're saying. What are you? What? What? Did you grow up with a stupid Taylor ham here in Hoboken where they throw it well, so on the grill for too long and the bagels aren't as good as they are? Well, when out, I, so everything sucks about it. Well, no. When I was really young, I, we got butter rolls. We were not getting, oh, dude, getting egg and cheese sandwiches as a young kids. Uh, it wasn't until like high school, and it was bacon, egg, and cheese all the way. Like, there's no not Taylor. Ham. I like bacon, but not. I'll eat a bacon, egg, and cheese. I think it's good, but I love Taylor ham, egg, and cheese. Just is everything about growing up to me. It's like okay, if I move, if I lived elsewhere in the country, and I ate made real bagels, and I had a deli, basically, I would get the Taylor ham, 
flown in from Jersey and just absolutely be the shit in whatever neighborhood I live in. Like on some, I don't know, where would I go? Austin, Texas. What do you feel? San Diego. Uh, how about if you're doing like a sausage, egg, and cheese? You're doing like sausage links that are split open or like sausage patties? Oh, uh, I like sausage. I like sausage links. Yeah, there you go. At the diner, I like sausage links. Yeah, definitely. I always get sausage The patties, links. I'm always like, ah, uh, I know this came from the patties are fine. I mean, I don't, I would, I don't ever order sausage patties ever. No, but some places they don't give you a choice. The only place I have sausage is like Dunkin' Donuts. And that's that's definitely not delicious, like, but not it's different. There's a time and a place for Dunkin' Donuts. Uh Dunkin' Donuts, I'm fine with their actual donuts. I'm fine with Usually, like, their bagels. They're not that like that time you got a <laughs> gave you some bullshit when you ordered like a friend like he gave you a French crawler when you ordered an old fashioned. Oh fuck that guy. <laughs> He didn't speak English. I mean, <laughs> I mean he, he. I don't I, think he. I, I clearly ordered. <laughs> I mean, you can't. When I. All right. So, whatever distance I Thank am God from for you. That in retrospect. Whatever distance I am from you. Whatever volume I'm asking for this. Old fashioned and French if, crawler. If I say, can I have. An old-fashioned donut. Why would you think the French curler is is what I want? It's not even near the same color, texture, taste. Uh, I'm not a fan at all. I was not happy with those. It's really upsetting. Mm -hmm. We were so far away from the Dunkin' Donuts when we realized it. We were all the way home, I think. That was just, it was hilarious to me. Man. Uh, I don't like shitty. Some of those donuts are weird, though. And I hate, I hate jelly donuts from Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, I think they're gross. I'm sorry. I never was a fan of any jelly donuts or filled donuts. No, 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 no. Because I like jelly donuts from Krispy Kreme. But jelly donuts from Dunk. I don't know. Something about them just makes me want to gag. Well, I'm not a fan of any They're of the gross. filled donuts. Uh, what I will say Boston is... Boston cream. Gross. I just recently actually started liking the Homer Simpson donut. The I guess it's like the pink frosted with the sprinkles. That's actually a really good donut. It's not bad. <laughs> I will say it's a nice little change up. just want weird like green donuts when the Jets win. I don't know. They're getting wild with these stupid donuts. It's only food coloring, though. I know, but it's still dumb. So, Matt, you think that wraps it up for today? Yeah, it's pretty good. Crispy, where can the people find you? You can find me at Crispy Does It All on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And check my website out, kdiaproductions.com. Thank you, everyone. And until next time.